Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hi, I'm Shanae Alexander, host of Press Send, a podcast and more importantly, a safe and hilarious place for candid conversations about the scary, funny, heartbreaking, but always intriguing questions that make us all human. Each week, me and a new best friend you haven't met yet field your questions across any and all topics and offer our take on the matter with plenty of humor, heart, and badassery along the way. We launch a new episode of Press Send every Wednesday. We'll see you there. Hey everyone, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder and CEO of Create and Cultivate, and this is Work Party, a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rulebook and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real talk advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman from hiring to mentorship to raising money and so much more. Whether you're pivoting to a new industry, negotiating a raise, turning your side hustle into a full-time gig, or pitching your company to investors, we're giving you the tips and tricks you need to take your career to the next level. Ready to make some money moves? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. No industry was hit harder by the COVID crisis than the restaurant industry. More than 110,000 restaurants closed last year. They were temporarily or for good. And more than 2.5 million restaurant industry jobs disappeared. But despite the devastating stats, restaurants have shown creativity and resilience to the pandemic, adapting to the ever-changing mandates in order to keep both their patrons and staff safe. And Marissa Hermer's establishments are no exception. The Los Angeles-based restaurateur and co-owner of the Bougie Group has successfully pivoted every step of the way, ensuring her restaurants, the Oliveta and the Draycott, not only survive, but thrive. Needless to say, I'm so excited to chat with her today about how she's seeing her restaurants through this challenging time, what she believes the future holds for the restaurant industry in 2021 and beyond, and diving into the nitty-gritty of what it means to be in the hospitality business. So without further ado, let's welcome to the work party, Marissa. So welcome to the show, Marissa. We're so excited to have you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm really excited to talk to you because I feel like the business of hospitality and restaurants is something that I truly don't understand. I have never played in that world, although I partake very frequently. I'm very excited to learn how you got into this industry, how you guys were able to pivot in 2020 and learn more about your amazing business that you're building. So let's start with your restaurant, Oliveta. It's an LA hotspot. 
How did you develop the concept behind it? And why did you think it would resonate so much with foodies? We sort of dreamed up Olivetta after we had opened the Draycott. We live in the Palisades and the Draycott is a very cozy, family-friendly, lovely, all-day dining brasserie. I wear many hats. One of my hats is being a soccer mom, but my other hat is a wear high heels, dance all night mom. And I didn't have a place to do that um, in LA where I, where it was really beautiful interiors and excellent service and delicious food where I could meet a girlfriend for a drink before dinner, go out with friends and sort of boogie all night with the DJ in London, coming from London, we have a lot of those sort of private members clubs. And so we created all about a really, because we thought there was an opportunity and a need that people wanted to sort of let their hair down and have a beautiful evening experience. Absolutely. And One of the things that's interesting is obviously before you got into this, you worked in PR. Tell us a little bit about how your background maybe helped shape your approach to owning and running these restaurants. As a publicist, we tell stories, right? Um, I love telling stories. And I would always ask myself as a publicist, like, is this a strong story? How is this story going to resonate with our community around us? My first job, one of my first projects as a publicist was working with Ian Schrager and opening up the Gramercy Park Hotel with him. Ian's obviously known for Studio 54 and just being a legendary hotelier, but really he is the master storyteller. You know, I was with him when he was dreaming up the private roof gardens on top of the Gramercy Park Hotel. I got to tell the story of the Basquiat in the Rose Bar. And then we were coming up with like, what is the story of the girl who comes here and is waiting for her date? And what is she drinking? And what music comes on? And it's it became more of a creation process. And how do you not fall in love with hospitality if you're with Ian Traeger? And that's sort of how I fell into it. It's all of our experiences really are stories. And so all of our brands, whether it's the Draycott, which is which is my best friend, or Olivetta, which is my best friend's bitchy older sister, who, you know, I'm like excited and thrilled and nervous around, or Isima, which is my best friend's naughty, naughty younger sister. You know, it's all of these the stories and how they play in your lives and the places you go into. So um, I'm a storyteller. I love that. And I love that you obviously were able to have that experience, like you said, with Ian Schrager. You know, for those of you that maybe aren't familiar, Gramercy Park Hotel is an iconic hotel in New York. The the Rose Bar was like the place to go to, at least when I lived there, when I was going to NYU. And definitely, I don't think I could get in. But it's super fun. And to your point, creating a vibe is part of it, right? As much as the great cocktails, the great food, the great service. Now you're the co-owner of, and I don't want to butcher this, but Bougie Group? Bougie. So we got the name Bougie Group, actually. My husband, long before I met him, opened a nightclub in London called Bougie. I think Bougie was open for 14 years. I came along probably five years, probably 10 years into it, but it was where all sort of the royals and the celebrities and equally like the local South Ken Chelsea kids went. And it was just this magical moment in time. I mean, everyone still talks about the bougie days and it was really a very small little dance floor, but the the magic of it was because once you got down the stairs in the basement of bougie, you were right, you were on the dance floor and there was nowhere else to go. So you were just right in the mix of it. And that's when we, well, we opened up one restaurant here, the Draycott, and we couldn't really have a group then because that's one. And then all of that, came along and we thought, okay, well, can't really have a group with two, but three makes a group. So then 
<laughs> renamed our group Fuji Group. I love it. So speaking of adding a third, Isima is like the newest new new. So tell us a little bit about that restaurant and it's being opened in a hotel, correct? Yes. Yeah, so it's a wacky time to be a restaurateur in Los Angeles. <laughs> so we opened um, Oliveta in January 2020 and it was um, by all accounts a smash hit for three months. And then I think March 14th or March 13th, we were shut down. We reopened and closed a few times, depending on what the CDC guidelines were. But it wasn't until August 2020 that we realized this pandemic is going to last a lot longer than we think it's going to last. We were looking for an outdoor space. Now, our, our restaurant on our Oliveta restaurant on Melrose has zero outdoor space. And so we really needed to find something nearby because it's our same clientele is coming. And also that spoke to the brand and we could create another lovely experience. We actually knew Le Pierre Hotel because it's around the corner, but also whilst Olivetta was under construction, we had all of our meetings at Le Pierre Hotel. So we were poolside. We were on the roof training our staff. We knew the management team because that's where I had all of our investor meetings and all of our team training because we couldn't be, you know, we were in hard hots and sawdust across the street. So when we thought, where can we go outside? Um, we called Nick, who's the general manager at Le Pierre Hotel. And we said, hey, you know what? Can we put some tables out by the pool and turn up the music and use your kitchen and just make something happen so that we can continue to pay our employees and feed our community? And that grew into what it was our Olivetta pop-up. When Olivetta and when indoor dining was allowed again and inside, we moved Olivetta back to Melrose inside. And because the space, it worked so well at, at Lapira Hotel. And we had a very supportive community who wanted to dine outside and dance under the stars. So we created Isima, which is, well, like Bellissima, but equally it's that throw your head back a little bit. It's all of that is younger, naughty sister. She's fun. She's fabulous. She stays out until 2 a.m. That's our license there. And it's like a Euro beach club vibe. I love it. I love it. And and that's so creative and so smart. You know, to your point, what's interesting about LA is despite the fact that we have incredible weather all the time, we don't have a lot of outdoor restaurant rooftops or any, it, there's actually been way more, I would say in the last couple of years than there was for the first eight years of living here. It's so strange. Like you go to Portland and it rains for eight months out of the year and everything's outdoors. So it's shocking to me in London, we would be outside at our local pub shivering in the rain or in the cold, like huddling underneath like a, a, a Eve with a pint. And like, absolutely. We'd be outside the entire time. I mean, there's, if there was a possibility that we could eat outside without, you know, I'm um, freezing to death. We would be outside. Whereas here, when we moved here, I thought, why are we not dining outside more? This is just beyond. And this is what I came for. Like the sunshine, the blue skies. Let's, let's get in it. It's so true. It's such a weird thing. But I think that, you know, with COVID, one of the things that we realized maybe and definitely here in Los Angeles, but I know a hundred percent in New York is that everyone pushed to the outside and created these cool new partnerships, did pop-ups, turned their parking lots into restaurants. So what were some of the unique challenges that you were facing during COVID when it was first starting? Is this a five hour podcast? <laughs> um, everything, labor shortage, supply chain, more importantly, the fear and the, uh, you know, we employ over uh, 300, 400 people. The, the responsibility that we have for our teams and our patrons, you know, we have over a thousand people who come see us every night, their health and their safety. As a mother of three, I worry about the health and safety of my own children daily. And I'm cool with that but like health and safety of thousands of people in a global pandemic where the, the metrics are changing and what we learn, it, it's incredibly stressful. 
that was a challenge. Another challenge is the, is the supply chain. I couldn't get takeaway boxes. I couldn't get loo roll. I couldn't get shrimp deliveries, food deliveries. You know, we were getting it straight. Every single thing about our business had to change. I want to take a quick break to talk to you guys about beta brand. Getting back into your work routine, but not loving the uncomfortable work clothes you used to wear? Beta Brand has the pants you never realized you needed. They're ultra comfortable dress pants, yoga pants. So your routine can now include clothes with professional style plus comfort. Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are designed with the fit and flexibility of yoga pants, but they look like professional dress pants. They're honestly so amazing, you guys. The material is super soft and cozy. The structure is form-fitting in a flattering way, but still has a lot of stretch to keep you comfortable. And they are so effortless. Just throw on a pair, mix and match with a cute blouse and shoes, and you'll be looking and feeling your best for the rest of the workday. I feel like there was an untapped market for comfortable dress clothes and Beta Brand really found the balance between style and comfort. Plus, they have a variety to choose from. You can purchase their straight leg, skinny cropped or bootleg. And on top of having different styles to choose from, they also have a beautiful color selection too. Of course, they have your classic black, but they also have fun prints like houndstooth, denim, zigzag, and more. I personally have a pair of their houndstooth, and let me tell you guys, I throw those on with a cute sweater or blouse and some heels, and I feel so confident and empowered for the workday. But there are great transitional pieces you can wear as well, so you can wear them out to happy hour after the long workday also. These pants are made of wrinkle-resistant stretch-knit fabric. They look good all day and they even travel well, which is a major plus. And they're machine washable and don't need to be ironed. I mean, could it be any better? And as far as functionality goes, these pants also have pockets. Amen. And who doesn't love pockets? There's nothing worse than when you find a cute pair of stretchy pants only to find out that the pockets are actually faux pockets, that they've been sewn shut and they're not functional at all. Right now, our listeners can get 30% off their beta brand orders when you go to betabrand.com slash party. That's B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com slash party for 30% off your order for a limited time. And when you use our special URL, you're supporting our show too. So be sure to use betabrand.com slash party. Find out why women are ditching their typical work pants for beta brands, dress pant, yoga pants. Go to betabrand.com slash party, 30% off. All right, let's get back to the chat. I think for everyone who was a leader, a boss, someone running a larger company, to your point, thousands of people, this was an unknown, right? Like this isn't something that you can read about in business books or see someone else go through it and kind of take, you know, their lead and how they did it. This was brand new territory. And even the people that we looked to for guidance were like changing their mind every you know week about what the guidance was and our masks okay. And like, you know, for someone who is a hospitality business that's your bread and butter is a good experience. So there's a lot of risk involved in that that's outside of your control. It's it's really, really challenging. But even though obviously your industry took a major financial hit during the pandemic, you gave back by donating meals to those in need. Can you tell us a little bit about that program and why it's important to pay it forward? We created a program called You Give, We Cook, They Eat. Um, It came about, we started it right in the beginning. When our kitchens were shut, we had all this food left over in, in the pantries and equally we cook. That's what we do. We feed people. So the combination of the two, we had to keep going sort of our inner rockets needed to keep going. And it started out because I have a girlfriend who works in Cedar Sinai, Cedar Sinai hospital. And she said, I'm so tired at the end of the day. I can't even make myself lunch and I can't even run out and get myself lunch. This is unchartered territory. I mean, food is fuel, but it's also 
one of my biggest joys in life. And I thought, well, we have an opportunity here. Let's, so I, so I filled up my car and I took 30 meals over to her, um, to her department. And I got a phone call from a girlfriend saying, what are you doing? And I said, Oh, listen, I'm just, I, let me call you later. I'm going to deliver some pasta. And she sent me a photograph of the front and back of her credit card. And she said, you cannot do this. I am being told I have to sit on the couch all day long and watch Netflix. Here's $2,500. Keep your team working, pay them and deliver food to the ICU units. And I was so humbled to be able to play a role as an emergency worker, because equally, this is when no one was allowed to leave the house. And it also allowed me to keep going. I'm sort of someone that an object in motion has to stay in motion. And I, especially when I get nervous or anxious, I start moving faster. So I needed to keep moving. I needed to get in my car and go. And I also wanted to show people that we could keep helping together that like Mm. our community, we have to bond together right now. You know, we were all saying we were in this together, but like we literally were in this together and it, it made our community, our community really responded to it. So many people got involved. Friends helped me deliver food. We forged relationships with the the doctor, nurses, frontline workers, first responders. But moreover, it was, it really nourished them. I mean, they would come out and they are, I mean, we have no idea what they are seeing and experiencing, but for them to know that they have a community around them who is cheering them on, um, even if it's through like a bucatini or a roast chicken, they were so grateful. I love that you say an object in motion must stay in motion because I think the entrepreneurs that I know that came out of the pandemic, maybe not better than they were, but survived and thrived were the ones that just kept moving and kept going and, and didn't shut down completely from that that experience, even though it's understandable why people did. So I want to talk a little bit about the business of restaurants, right? So what advice do you have for restaurateurs that are up and coming today that maybe want to open their own restaurant? Because I think obviously every Hallmark movie we've ever seen is like, I'm going to go to this town and I'm going to open up the restaurant. Like it's like the dream job, right? Everyone loves food, cocktails, but let's talk about the nitty gritty of it. Like what goes into owning and running a restaurant? Obviously everyone I know that owns and runs a restaurant has investors as part of that, you know, combination, but tell us a little bit about the business of the business. I mean, it's a business. It's not um, fun and fabulous. And if you're going into this to wine and dine your friends and, you know, hold court seven nights a week, you are going to fail. Everyone knows the restaurant business, hospitality business is one of the most challenging industries. Um, as you started out this podcast, it's certainly been one of the most hard industries to be in and to survive in for the last year and a half. It's like any business. You need more money than you think you ever will to open it. We're firefighters. You know, we put out fires every single night, whether it's a real fire in the kitchen or <laughs> something happens with one of our team or something, a patron. It's like we run a triage unit. Now, as someone who thrives on adrenaline and also magic, like there's magic in it. It's, it's, it has to be in your blood. You know, you have to be passionate about it. I never feel like I'm working. I feel like I'm playing the whole time. And as a result, it works. It's not all fun and fabulous. I mean, there are numbers that we have to hit every day. There are people I have to let go from their shifts. If I, my labor isn't, you know, it's it's tricky. (laughs) Yeah. I, I can only imagine. And you were living in London, moved to Los Angeles and opened everything in LA and technically a new market for you. And one of the most competitive markets in the country, why LA and how have you guys succeeded so much to grow and expand? I, yeah. I didn't really, we didn't really think it through. Sometimes that's the best way to do it though, is to like not know too much and just I jump in. No, we don't know anything. 
when I was a kid, my dad's motto was always, which I've now taken on for better or for worse is ready, fire, aim. I just sort of go, I like have this, like, I just go, everything is figure outable. Right. And, and do what like feels good and what you see. And like, we saw, well, we came to LA actually, because I had a really terrible pregnancy with our last child and, um, she's fine. I'm I fine. I'm fine. But didn't know if I was going to make it or she was going to make it. And as a result, we thought we just needed a break and we would come to LA for a little sabbatical, which was nice for <laughs> like a month or two until we met Rick Caruso. We saw Palisades village being created we thought there would be an opportunity to create the Draycott because the Pacific Palisades is the most glorious, cozy community, um, but had no local pub. And coming from London, where we always had local pubs, I was like, let's make a local pub. And we need one outside. There was no gorgeous places with outdoor dining where, you know, kids can run around on the lawn. It was just, it felt like we could create a very European experience here. Um, and so, and so we did. Owning and operating restaurants full stop is is really tricky, but at least we knew the language in the UK, the language in American, I'm not talking English, English. I'm talking about every single part of the business in the U S of restaurant operations is completely different. Um, the wages are different. The minimum wage, the patrons are different. What people, every single thing. So it was like, thank God we didn't think it through. Otherwise we would never have done it. I mean, every day was a massive learning experience, but God, I mean, that's sort of what we like too. Before we get into the next topic, I want to take a moment to talk about one of today's sponsors, Conair. It's our sponsors that help us keep the work party going, so we truly appreciate their support. Want big, beautiful, effortless waves just in time for returning to office? The days of work from home and wearing your hair on natural have been fun, but there's something so motivating about looking and feeling your best. Con Air's all-new double ceramic waver creates such beautiful, natural-looking waves and gives me that tousled look I usually only get after leaving the salon. The Con Air double ceramic waver is designed with not just one, but three barrels for deep, continuous waves. Plus, the double ceramic technology provides even and consistent heat, fast styling, and long-lasting waves. With instant heat up, 30 heat settings for every hair type, and turbo heat boost for those difficult to style spots, it's easy to get the waves you crave. The wide range of heat options also let you customize styling for flawless results so you can be back to the office beautiful. With full flowing waves now so quick and easy to create at home, you'll always be selfie ready on the go and off. Skip the salon and save time. Big, beautiful waves at home, no salon appointment needed. What's not to love? Get your waiver delivered to your door just in time for returning to the office. I cannot recommend this hair tool enough. No more braiding your hair before bed and hoping things turn out okay in the morning. Connor's all new double ceramic waiver is the secret to getting those natural tousled waves. And trust me, you won't be disappointed. Ordering this essential for beautiful bombshell waves is super easy. To order, just go to conair.com and search waiver. Now let's get back to the episode. Obviously you are partners with your husband on the business. So I'm always so curious when people work with their husbands, my mom and dad have owned a business together, like obviously my entire life. And I was a child of, you know, growing up with two parents in the same industry. So how do you guys make it work? You know, what are some of the lessons you've learned or what tips do you have if someone's looking to start a business with their partner? Up until a year and a half ago, I would have said, it's great. We work together perfectly. It's no problem. We each stay in our own lane. He does what he does. I do what I do. And like <laughs> sunshine, lollipops and rainbows <laughs> a year and a half ago, I think like the, everything fell apart a year and a half ago. And by the 
for everyone. <laughs> it is a challenge to, and a joy, but a challenge to work with your partner who's also your co-parent. You know, meanwhile, we were also homeschooling three children at the same time, trying to not have our businesses completely drowned in all of our employees. The stress in this house was unbelievable. So we've gotten through it and it's a fucking miracle and our business is up. But this is like miracles, not just a Christmas miracle. Oh my God, the last year and a half. Um, we do, we do wear different hats in the business and we stay in our lanes mostly. And if one of us gets out of our lanes, then we usually, you know, shout at the other one to get back in the lane or learn how to communicate and, um, and create magical things. The nice thing about working with your partner is you're so in tune. Like I know what he's good at. I know what he's not good at. He knows what I'm good at, what I'm not good at, what I'll like, what I won't like. You can sort of, there's like this unwritten language with certainly any, any good partnership. And we both excel at very different things. And so that makes it work. Absolutely. And obviously you guys are in a high risk industry opening these beautiful, I mean, the interior design of the Draycott alone, first of all, it's like my dream space. It's absolutely gorgeous. So it's a big risk, big money investment, like you said, which obviously takes confidence. So does confidence come naturally to you? Is it something that you learned and honed over the years or how did you find your confidence in the industry? I was sort of always this way, but for no good reason. Like <laughs> don't, I don't actually know what I'm doing. I just think I can do it. I honestly like what is that quote? It's like boldness has genius and power in it. You know, whatever you can dream, you can do begin it. I'm just one of those people who for better or for worse, if I think of something, I'm going to do it. And that's, doesn't always, that's not always a positive thing, but it means that I have laser sharp vision and that I can just barrel forward. I think I was in Yellowstone with um, my dad and my brother the last couple of days. I don't know if you've ever been to Yellowstone or one of these amazing national parks, but I was thinking about, there were two things that stuck out to me. There was this like one granite cliff and there were these huge pine trees growing out of the side of the granite cliff. I'm like, how, if one little seed can just like float along and wedge itself into no fertile, nothing, no, no one is looking at it and grow into this whole thing. Or if this, like this river can like cut through granite I can, I can fucking do it. I can do it. We can do it. I, can do it. <laughs> I went to college. I'm pretty smart. I like, feel like I can do like, if, there, if a seed and a droplet of water can do these amazing fucking things, I'm, I'm like, I can get through the day. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, totally. You are the seed. I always say confidence begets confidence. And even if you're faking it till you make it at the beginning, it gets you in the door. It gets you that meeting. It gets you that investor, whatever it might be. And then you, like you said, ready, fire, aim, which I think is an amazing quote. I love that. So let's go back to the beginning of your career. Obviously now you are a partner in a restaurant group. You have three thriving properties. What advice would you give yourself looking back and your younger days? First of all, it's all going to be okay because it always is. And also like expect the unexpected. I mean, we know that now the last year and a half, but everything. And if you prepare for the worst and hope for the best, then you're going to be okay. Before we jump into that next topic with Marissa, I want to talk to you guys about my favorite online payment system, PayPal. Whether I need to transfer money, make an online payment, receive money, or set up a merchant account, PayPal makes it faster, safer, and more simple. Have you guys ever gone to the checkout at a store and find yourself digging through your purse or wallet looking for your card only to realize you left it at home? 
or you set your phone down on the counter while searching for your wallet. And next thing you know, you get home and realize you've left your phone at the store. Well, I've certainly experienced both. And let me tell you, it's not fun. When it's time to pay, why pull out your wallet or open your purse when you probably already have your phone in your hand? PayPal's QR code payments are now accepted at CVS stores nationwide. So it's super easy to make touch repayments with your phone. Plus you get $10 back on your first purchase of $20 or more. It's no secret that most of the time you walk into a store hoping to buy one thing, you end up leaving with a whole assortment of other things. In fact, just the other day, we finally had a little gloom and rain in LA and my gals and I decided to have a cozy movie night in. We ran over to CVS, loaded up on ice cream, popcorn, wine, and of course, you cannot forget that sour candy, but now you can indulge and get rewarded. And who doesn't love a little cash back? If you haven't used PayPal before, you should definitely start today. I love the app. It's super safe, super fast, and secure for any purchases you make wherever you are. When I pay at CVS using the QR code, it's just a few clicks in the app and boom, I'm done. There's no need to deal with digging through your purse, having to find loose change in your pocket, and it works with a cashier or self-checkout, so you can be very self-sufficient. And the first time I used the app at CVS, I got $10 directly deposited back into my bank account. Considering I only spent 20 bucks, it was basically like I got 50% off. I've used PayPal for years and years for online shopping, booking travel, you name it. But I love how I can use it in person, in stores now, and still feel like I'm getting that same security, convenience, and experience that I had online. To get $10 cash back on your first transaction of $20 or more, just head to your local CVS and pay using your PayPal or Venmo app. That's $10 cash back on your first purchase of $20 or more with the PayPal or Venmo app. To see terms and learn more about how to earn $10 cash back, go to paypal.com slash party. That's paypal.com slash party. All right, now back to the episode. So obviously you just launched Isima, which amazing, but what's next? What's next for you guys? Are you continuing to stay in the California area? Are you looking to expand? We are, we are expanding. We, um, we have signed a site in West Hollywood, which I'm not going to announce yet. Yeah. When I heard about this restaurant that it might be available, I was like, this is the most iconic restaurant in Los Angeles. (gasps) And we signed it. And so we'll open that in the spring and, and actually take out the parking lot and actually create a beautiful outdoor garden. Um, because that's something I think that's always now we need outdoor dining and we've always wanted to dine outside. But now if we really create beautiful, lush spaces to dine outside rather than picnic tables and parking lot, I think Angelina's will be receptive. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm so excited to find out what the space is. That's awesome. We are going to wrap with some sentence finishers. Are you ready? Okay. The three traits that got me to where I am today are tenacity, blind optimism, (laughs) No good reason, but just because. And I think a, a certain je ne sais quoi. I think it's like a, I have when I lean into the, my um, my friends who know me. I'm sort of a wacky, spirited, quirky person. And when I lean into that, that can be contagious a little bit. Your and superpower. I love so that. That's my superpower. And so I lean into my superpower, and that takes me forward. I love that. The number one rule of hospitality: creating magic for your patrons in a moment, in a cocktail in a pasta, in the music, just creating a magical moment. My number one piece of financial advice for entrepreneurs is make sure you have more money than you think you need because expect the unexpected. You will need some more money than you think you do. Amen. To wind down at the end of a long day, I, I have this foam roller that 
do you know those things? And I lay yes, yeah. back on it. I go, oh. I'm like, <laughs> although the kids always take it for like American gladiator fighting. So I've got about four around the house, but if I can find one of them, that's meant to be in my bathroom where I can just lay down oh. that a bit of Epsom salt bath that really helps. That's like my me time, my self-care. Not that, not that personal hygiene is self-care. I don't think personal hygiene counts as self-care. So you have to add in like salt or candle and make it special face mask, no phones in the bathtub. So the bathtub works. I love it. I love a foam roller. They're truly like your best friend or your worst nightmare, depending on the state of your body. (laughs) Okay. And finally, it's your dream dinner party and you get to invite any three people living or deceased, fictional or historical. Who do you invite? I'm going to invite my dad. He's always good crack, like having him around. Bob Hope, quite funny. Pavarotti maybe to um, serenade us. Um, maybe Julia Child cook with us in the kitchen. How many do I have left? Confucius, Socrates, and Buddha. Let's get them in there too, because I feel like amazing. We need some good. How many? How many people is at our dinner party? I, I mean, as many as you want. I love I mean, it. <laughs> I like a really like I like a, like a lot of good chat at the table. I love it. That sounds like it would be a really fun chat. A lot of guys. I feel like we need to add a few more like hilarious okay, you people. And me, you and me. You and me. Okay, fine. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Marissa. Can you tell everyone where they can find all of your incredible restaurants in LA on social media, as well as yourself? The Draycott is um, at the underscore Draycott, draycott.com. Olivetta is at Olivetta. I think Olivetta.LA. Isima is Isima.LA. Marissa is Marissa Hermer. I have the link to our You Give, We Cook, They Eat program, which we, whenever we get cash in, we make food and we put it to, into the hospitals and the frontline workers. So we are continuing to do that um, along the way. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time and your advice. And we need to get a cocktail soon. Immediately. Yes. <laughs> for more inspiring conversations like this one, follow the Work Party on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. If you enjoy today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. And if you're interested in creating your own podcast or want to know the ins and outs of the business of podcasting, we've teamed up with the Lady Gang to bring you The Pop Class, a comprehensive guide that covers everything from planning your content to sourcing guests to becoming your own in-house producer and so, so, so much more. All are available for purchase on the Create and Cultivate website now. That's createcultivate.com. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party.